Welcome to the Art of the Dive. We're in the middle of game week 36, the very fun double game week that it has been. Cue all the hindsight merchants that say things like, see, double game weeks don't even matter. Uh, game week 37 is right on the horizon as well. In a couple days, it's Tuesday. I'm here with, that's right, Jake. Jake, how are you, buddy? Oh, it's back to old school here. Yeah, a little throwback, the Marco Jake pod. <laughs> That's been a hard, uh, hard combo to pull off lately, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty dead inside, but I'm here. Yeah. Well, it's been a, a busy, um, busy little run for both of us. I think from a work perspective, uh, definitely has influenced our ability to, um, to be involved with FPL stuff, which kind of sucks too. But um, I don't know. You do what you can do, and uh, you record a pod when you can record a pod, and you pretend like you know about fpl when you're pretending like you know what fpl is going on right yeah i mean it's the only reason why i'm not in first is work right otherwise right yeah yeah somebody with your smartness obviously how could you not be because computers don't know jake does exactly yeah you would have loved that that was a, a fun uh a fun twitter argument this week uh i i saw some Somebody had posted. Um, well, there was an article that went out um, about like should uh, should should FPL or like fantasy sports players be allowed to use AI or or uh, models? I guess is really what it was supposed to be. I think they misused the word AI there. But should they be allowed to use models, or does it like take away from the fun of the game? And my first thought was like, what a stupid way to propose the question. Like, like it's they're not going away; they exist. But you're like, you're Mister Anti Computer. You hate the computers, don't you? No, I don't hate the computers. I just think that you know there's still flaws. You gotta, you gotta be a little bit careful. Can't just use the computer. And honestly, an interesting thing too is, I wonder how accurate the computers get toward the end of the year with all these like rotations coming on. Yeah, a lot it's of like very, yeah, a lot of variability into. at that at this point in the year, right? Yeah, but you could argue that for like the whole season, couldn't you? Like this year, there's been variability the entire season. Yeah, that's fair. So, and some people have just lived off the models and have done quite well, um, just because. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Like, maybe you're not going to get everything out of them, but they're pretty good for a good baseline of like what's going on uh, with with uh. players and predict and protect projected points and things of that nature. So. Mm. Yeah, but Jake's yeah. like, I'm smarter than a computer, so I don't need one. Possibly. Possibly, yeah. So um, the big news in the footballing world is actually this whole Holland thing. It sounds like that's done, right? Yeah. I mean, I hope so. It'd be fun. To City? What do you think it'll be priced next year? Well, Kane started the season at 12? Yeah. Or 12 and a half. I think 12 this year. I don't see him being cheaper than that. Yeah. In fact, I could see him even being 12 and a half or 13. Yeah. I mean, I think 12, 12 would be like kind of a safe play, mm -hmm. you know, by the, the official FPL. Would you buy him if he's at 12? <sighs> I think I messed up this year getting back into the expensive forwards again. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I messed up. Uh, we were talking on last week's pod that I've just been hovering around 300,000 no matter what I've done for like the last like 12 game weeks. And it's like mm -hmm. I've had Kane that entire time and 
he hasn't been as productive. I, I just, I don't know. I think cheap forwards are the way to go, and it was tougher this year, but it's still yeah, the, the way to go. Yeah, the cheap forwards hardly returned anything. I think the other thing, if we're starting to do a little reflection on the overall season and forwards, and then we'll get back to Holland, um, is in years past, I have been very adamant that you should always have like basically one worthless like throwaway forward on your team. Uh, like mm-hmm. a, a you know a four point five even if he doesn't play, and this year threw that part of strategy out a little bit for me just because uh, I felt the need to have depth with all the rotation and all the COVID and things like that. But uh, that that made it challenging as well just to not be able to have somebody that was like low low value and open up some money elsewhere. But I mean I guess back to the Holland thing at at twelve let's say I think there are some big question marks. Number one. We've seen it with a number of players in terms of their transition to Pep's teams, just like in general that, you know, like it takes a little bit of time sometimes to um, to understand maybe his style of play and what they expect from him. Um, you know, number two, we have seen a number of, you know, good German players that have scored a lot of goals come over to the Prem and, and maybe not be as prolific. Um, but do you think Holland bucks any of those trends? I mean, he is like just he's so elite. Um, I mean, two point sex sounds wrote in. Will early in Holland mean we have at least one good forward for next season? Wilson said, is Holland going to be the biggest transfer this summer? Do you think someone else will make a surprise move? Um, I don't know. Is there anybody bigger than Holland that could, that could move? Well, I don't think anyone bigger. I, I would be interested to see if uh, Jesus moves to Arsenal, you know, Jesus. Are you, comparing, be- are you putting like him and Holland on like a similar similar scale not at all but i think it would be interesting where if if he's like the lone striker for arsenal since everybody else is leaving at this point in time i I don't see them being able to pay for two really good forwards so it means a lot of playing time for him and if he's priced similarly in between like eight and nine he's almost a must own for me on that team how did we get from talking about holland to talking about your team I was just that's another big transfer discussion you know Uh, I don't know I feel like he's a he's a solid player I mean for Man City who he barely you know let me minutes played this season 2000 and he's got nine goals and five assists you know and it's granted it's for City but I just like you know on the other hand you have Ronaldo creeping up to 3000 minutes played I just I want to know what Jesus can do with 3,000 minutes played. That's what I'm interested in. Okay. So we're not talking about Holland anymore. You just want to talk about Jesus. No, no, no. I just want to be clear. No, I just want to be clear. I just want to be clear. I think Holland is going to be fantastic, but there's a lot of rotation for City, right? Like City's so difficult. Like even Kevin this year, you know, he's he's 12 and he's at 164. But that, I mean, that still leaves... You know, six midfielders ahead of him, only mm-hmm. one being priced more with Salah, you know? Right. Yep. But I, I, it's tough in the midfield, you know, like Bernardo was like the second coming and he hasn't done anything for the rest of the year. Uh, you know, Foden's eight and he's right in the middle of a bunch of other four or midfielders that were cheaper, you know, like Gallagher's outscored him this year. Trossard's outscored him this year. I, I, I don't know. Nobody does, Jake. Nobody does. Well, some some people do because some people are actually good at this game. <laughs> that's true. Unlike yeah, that, me, but that's fair. 
Um, Squid writes in, is this the worst ending to an FPL season in recent memory? Is that why people are so hot on Holland and the FPL rule changes? It is kind of a shitty end of the season, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm sure other some people are having fun, but I mean, it's it kind of like the majority. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of a. I think it is a ref, a greater reflection of like what this season in general has just been, which um, it, it's been very random. It's been um, almost impossible to predict things. Uh, it, it's been a season that, like, if you really weren't all in on this season, every single moment dialed in to team news and lineup information and leaks. And like, if you didn't have all that stuff really sorted, then this was not a fun season for you. Uh, and I will say like, I'm, I am, was not. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, I think that this has been a pretty challenging season in that regard. Um, I don't know. It just, isn't it funny? Like almost every year we kind of get to this point and you're just like this, this game sucks. I don't know. Do we ever, yeah. are you ever happy when you play the game? Not, I'm happy. Like I said, I say this every year. I'm happy when I build my initial team and then usually like one game week and that's about it. And yeah. even sometimes that first game week is super disappointing anyway. Yeah, so right, yeah, right. not even one game week. Yeah, it so. is. The best part of the year is actually, it's actually like July, right? Yeah. Like July and into August when uh, the season hasn't started yet and you're kind of thinking about the team and every year it's the exact same. You're like, you're like, well, this year is the year. <laughs> right yeah. this year like, i'm gonna be freaking good this year and every year you're wrong right like you suck yep. you're just you're terrible <laughs> and after like about five or six game weeks you're stressed and you don't enjoy it anymore um it's the fpl is one of the weirdest games like that uh i don't know it's one of these things where for me i, I have a hard time enjoying things that like i'm not like overly invested in do you know what i'm saying like where i'm not mm-hmm. yeah like i have a so some people can find uh enjoyment in this game in casual playing like they they check on fridays you know they maybe read for a few minutes on what's going on and then they like make a transfer and watch their points and whatever but like that's not fun for me and this year has been just nearly impossible for me to like find the time to do it i know i sound whiny but like so it's been hard for me to enjoy it but what are you going to do, baby? You know? I don't know. Yeah. Qu- quit playing, I guess, is the answer. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, somebody, oh, Squid writes in as well. What's harder to win, uh, Champions League or Premier League? That was a question going around on Twitter as well. Uh, what do you think? What's harder to win? Well, I would I would strongly argue Champions League in my opinion. Yeah, but I guess the challenging part is that there's really, and this has kind of been the case the last, I don't know, 30 years with the exception of like Leicester winning the Prem, but like there's almost maybe only every given year, like two or three real contenders for the Prem. Mm -hmm. And it feels like with the Champions League, like although a lot of teams aren't actually contenders, like you see teams that are contenders falter, right? And drop out of the, of the Champions League. Uh, every year so yeah, i don't you know i mean you can't have a bad game like i mean maybe in group play one right but right. like you can't have a bad bad game for months and you know we saw it with city like that i mean they were they were destined to win that 
group right. and they what they gave up two goals in the last like eight minutes of the game like yeah it might have been less than that yeah it was crazy so yeah, yeah and, i guess i was including stoppage time but yeah, yeah it was after the 88th minute so yeah and you can't difficult. even have you can't even have like an injury right like mm-hmm. you know because you you know you have one injury and then you have, that go leads to a, a player being out and, and and a bad game it's over so yeah i think i'd, I'd probably agree i don't know probably the champions league so um, Frank writes in is the double mo benching in in the double game week the most FPL thing ever. Well, he played last week, but bench this week. The game's going on right now. Do you know the score? Have you been watching? It was one to one. I haven't been watching. I don't know if it's changed, but I'll do a quick check ski. I mean, it is kind of a, it he... is kind of a normal oh, yeah, he thing. He did play right? the whole. He did play the whole last week. So yeah, yeah. He but but he, he did, just he was not existent because it was Spurs, right? Yeah. And benched the week before. Yeah. Right. So. um yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a solid thing. I uh, I haven't captained. You don't. You have Cancelo captain, which is a good low move. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I haven't captained. So, that, that hurts a little bit. But I don't know. It seems like pool, it's not like for sure over, but it's kind of over, right, to win the league. Mm-hmm. Um, so, maybe, who knows, maybe City will drop some points and open it back up. But uh, Emma writes in, what annoys you more than FPL? Are there any things that annoy you more, Jake, in life? Work. But other than that, yeah, I was gonna say my my job most of the time is great, but sometimes there are annoying aspects of it. Um, I work with a lot of young people. Young people are mostly disappointing. Yeah, I can't put your faith in them. No, and unfortunately, that's my entire job. <laughs> right, my entire job basically, like the success of my position, relies almost exclusively on the reliability of uh, people of the ages of like seventeen to. 21 years old literally probably actually the most unreliable time especially for young men in their entire lives will be this window um Mm -hmm. and i uh this yeah my job is dependent on that and that's why uh i sometimes am stressed and uh yeah and sometimes don't feel happy so anyways good vent session um should we (coughs) I'm choking on something. Oh, my God. You going to make it? No, I'm crying because I'm sad. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> wow. All right. So um, how about our teams, Jake? It's the middle of the game week. There's uh, another game, a round of games basically to go. Uh, we both have our bench boost played. I currently have uh, eight points on my bench. So Pickford with a solid six, Barnes with one, and King with one, and White with zero. So I did a great job. I nailed my bench boost. And uh, yeah, um, I'm on 50 points right now, which is not terrible, but uh, where are you at? I'm at 49 and I left Niketia on the bench just to be excited Um, (laughs) because otherwise my bench is terrible as well. Yeah. So uh, I knew he was going to, like if I was going to start a player, I would have started him over Weghorst, Woot, I can't even say his last name, but yeah, if I had uh, Woot on the bench, I would have had a total of five bench points. That pisses so. me off, Jake. They, I hate anyone that like puts better players on their bench just to say that their bench. Bo- like, I hate those people. People will be like, "Yeah, I scored thirty-seven oh, I on my bench boost," and they have like Salah and Son, and like, all right, stop. Yeah. I'm gonna do that from now on. Yeah, so. you're a piece of shit. Um, um, yeah, I have all one pointers and two pointers, other than Eddie and Cancelo, who I captained. So really, I just got lucky and captained the right player. But that's part of the game. Yeah, 
Yeah, I have uh, Martinelli with a return, so that was nice. And uh, I have Cancelo and Ederson, so that was nice too. Um, mm. And no other returns on on the whole team. Um, Pickford had seven saves and got two bonus points, so that was kind of an awesome little like surprise, um, despite not having the clean sheet. And then um, obviously got the the Matip goal, um, which is kind yeah. of a nice. That's a nice little touch for me after him getting benched last week. So I kind of feel like all right, it, it all evens out a little bit. Yeah, but. he's been good. I debated bringing him in a couple weeks ago and. Um, Still have to make fun of my arch nemesis, Jim, for that because the computer told me not to Ah. and the computer was wrong. Do you want to hear his since game week 20? Wow. He's actually had a really consistent year. So rewinding to game week 26, which is just what shows up when I click on it. So let me just read his points. 12, 0, 12, 7, 7, 1, 6, 8, 6, 0 this last week and then 7 already this week pretty crazy yeah. right i mean that's like he's, he's that's a hell fantastic. of a season yeah he's on 148 points which is um more than he's ever scored um in fpl yeah. so also more minutes than he's ever played he's always hurt every year right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. all right anyways uh should we do we want to look at leagues or not look at leagues with so much more to come ah it's up to you i don't, don't know how how quick we want to make it. I feel well, like Wilson we, writes in how much will Bobby love owe you for the privilege of winning the PSL league, the greatest mini league ever. That's disappointing that he might win that. Huh? Yeah. It's looking, it's looking good for him. Yeah. He's uh, yeah. He's got a nice, nice lead as well. Bobby love. Well, Bobby, um, I'm happy to know he's got an overall rank of just under 5,000 right now. And um, I hope that he's thankful for us giving him everything that he has today. Yeah. Yeah. All right. uh, Let's just keep moving. I think let's just get into like second half because uh, we've got some questions. I think most of the questions, Jake, are going to, you know, like there's not actually a ton of questions, but most of I think the stuff to discuss is really around the free hit of game week 37. If you still have that left and then just managing Mm -hmm. to the end of the season into game week 38. So you have a free hit, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, and I have a free I hit, do. and so I assume you're going to play your free hit next game week? Yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, some people have talked about doing it in game week 38 just because, like, there's a chance if... um, So, like, let's say Liverpool is for sure not going to win the league, right? So there's, like, a, there's a chance that maybe those players would be rested, uh, at the end mm-hmm. of the year and, and um, you know, in city you might do, I don't know, like they might do some rotation stuff too, if the league's locked up. So some people had talked about doing it in 38, but I don't, I think like, even if city have it locked down and pool uh, aren't, aren't able to win it, there's plenty of time, like from a rest perspective, you know, between the end of the season. And I think they have two weeks right before champions league for Liverpool. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they're going to run their best teams out. You know, and like enjoy the last match of the season. Um, so I think 37 is the best play. Um, and you have some double game weeks. So that gives us some things to talk about. The questions we've got right now, um, FEO Virgin writes, can you can you talk us through the perfect free hit draft for game week 37? Can you ask Adam Hopcroft which Aston Villa players will start twice in a double game week 37? Um, two points, sex sounds, writes in, the season needs to end on a high. Who do we need for 38? Let's start with uh, the 37 talk and kind of let's just go through a team together. You want to just like kind of build a free hit team? 
Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So let's just go work from the back. Uh, who do you think the best goalkeeper pick is for this game week? I think his name starts with pick. Pickford. That's who I'd uh, go. Why'd you say it like that? Why didn't you just say Pickford? I don't know. I just thought it'd be funnier. <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, um, yeah. So Everton have uh, Brentford at home, Crystal Palace at home. They have been much better as of late. Um, getting a couple of results here and there. It looks like they're not going to get relegated, which is really disappointing. Not looking great for, for Leeds, is it? Um, yeah, well, that's what happens when you get rid of Bielsa. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I think Pickford too, that would be my pick. Do you, so he's not going to get rotated barring some sort of injury. So mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to spend any more money on a second goalkeeper then on the free Correct. Hit. So it'd be yeah, like a 3.9 yep, 3. is 9. where... Yeah. Okay, good. So we're on the same page there. Let's move forward then into the back line. Um, And just a recap so everybody knows. So Villa has Crystal Palace and Burnley at home. Um, Just double game week teams here. Burnley has Spurs and Villa both away. Crystal Palace have Villa and Everton both away. Um, Everton have Brentford and Crystal Palace both at home. And then Leicester have Watford and Chelsea both away. Okay, so now moving forward into the back line. Who do you like? Well, looking, I think you gotta you gotta have some Liverpool players. They're away from home, but it's Southampton, so okay. I would argue probably one or two at least is where I'd go there. Because the double game weakers, even with Pickford and goal, the only reason I like him is the save points. Yep, because their team's still pretty shite at getting clean sheets yeah he could maybe I, get one right in yeah. the game like that would almost be a bonus right like oh hey he got a clean sheet exactly yeah. um do you have any because i don't oh go ahead well i was just gonna say do you have any thoughts on like villa defenders like do you like like cash or the dinge? cash would, cash is questionable i like cash more than dinge but Why i would have to do some deep i just i just feel like <sighs> Dinge is he's a little bit more of an at risk for like injuries and getting rested because mm-hmm. of his age. But I don't have anything to back that up right now. Oh. I think another one that would be an interesting call, even though they're away from home and they're a single game game weaker, um, is Cucurella. <laughs> as weird as that sounds, they've cleaned three out of or sorry, they've cleaned. Um, yeah, three out of their last five, one against Man United, one against Spurs. Uh, and he tends to get like some bonus points here and there. Hmm. Um, I'm not saying to do it. I'm just saying like d- depending on where you're going to be investing. So I-, I haven't played around with it a ton. But yeah, I-, I think, you know, Spurs is tough because I do like them for a clean sheet against Burnley. But I feel like it's going to be Sun... Right. Kulisevsky and then Kane. You right. know, you're not going to be putting as much in the defense for them. Yeah, um, I I don't I I don't know that I'd go with a Brighton player away to Leeds. Um, yeah. I know Leeds haven't been great, but I just you know it's like they're kind of fighting for their lives kind of thing at the end of the year here. Yeah. Um, you know, currently yeah. I have thoughts on possibly doing Cash and Dinge in the back line, um, assuming Both, that okay. um, the Dinge is uh, considered healthy. Uh, I don't yeah. know, um, but yeah, I like both of them. Um, I'm thinking same same kind of thought here with our back line. So maybe like two double game weekers. And then I don't know, like I was thinking possibly one Liverpool or two, like you said, 
Um, maybe now, like Robertson, almost certainly, right, given the situation. And then mm. I don't know if I do my tip because I'm a little nervous that there could be some rotation going on towards the end of the season. So it would probably be VVD or Trent if I could afford him. I don't know that in my lineup that I could. So do you have any thoughts on defense or should we move into midfield? Um, What about Man City against West Ham? Are you just going to stay away? Uh, well, I do think City probably clean. Um, I don't know that you get like, so it'd be, again, it's Cancelo, right? Like who else do you pick in the back line? Really? Yeah, he's been nailed. So yeah. I guess, yeah, I think Cancelo is what I'm going to do too. So I guess Cancelo, and this is funny because like a lot of these players are on my team already, which makes me like, do I want to do this? Right. But yeah, Cancelo and Robertson for sure. And then, yeah, I think the other three are a little bit more kind of like do what you do what you will. Well, that it does give us, get us into this other argument. That's like why some people are saying I'm just going to go with the free hit in 38. You know, mm-hmm. because normally all the game week 38 fixtures are played at the exact same time. And there's a chance that there could be uh, some like lineup reveals. So you might know who's playing and who's not. And having that free hit would be useful in that situation. I think if you're going to free hit, you need to try to get as many doublers in. Like Cash, Dinge, Coleman, Pickford maybe are the four in your back or something like that. And you just like kind of hope that Everton pull off a clean and that, you know, that Villa pull off a clean. I don't know. Um, There are some more interesting attacking options, I think, that you could go with on the double. So let's go through the midfield. To me, the two singlers to consider are like Sala and then Son or Kulisevsky uh, would be like the two that I'd be maybe looking at. Um, What about the doublers? Right now, I have Zaha almost certainly is going to be in the squad. Um, he's been playing some center forward as well. And then I don't know who the other one is. I'd like to get a Leicester player like a Madison, but like the rotation's no, been crazy. You can't, yeah, it's you can't been, do it. Can I've you? had them. It's been a, it's been a complete screw over. I mean, I think that honestly, had I not had Madison and Barnes, I probably would be up to like 150, 200 K because they have just been absolutely non-existent for like the last like this is madison's game week total points for the last six game weeks one 30 minutes played 290 290 zero 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 well, that's good right and then you're like well <laughs> if he's not playing barnes like has to be right because right. barnes is right. okay so over those six game weeks he played 24 minutes one point he did have a goal against Everton so he had 11 six, in 66 minutes and then 1.10 minutes played didn't play 1.45 minutes play didn't play against Norwich do you or think though me, but do you think now that they're mind, out so. of Europa that there's four games to yeah, go like I mean, they'll, now they'll probably is the play chance their better players maybe I don't know with Rodgers but yeah I guess maybe yeah that was my thought was maybe like they're gonna be locked in I I mean, I'm even so, so, okay, I guess let's finish midfield. Are there other double game weakers outside of like Zaha that you're like, yeah, that guy for sure? I think Zaha and Coutinho would be the two I would target for no sure. No concern about Coutinho not playing in the last match? I like him. I don't, I don't think so, but I guess I could read into it a little bit more. Is is it like he had a negative injury or did he just no, get he rotated just like got, a lot? He got like rotated. I mean, he started today and it's playing now. But like yeah. was just yeah was pulled basically so 
Okay, so Coutinho, I think on the list then too. Like I said, I think Son and, and uh, or Kulusevski, maybe both. I don't know. And then Salah is the other guy to consider if you're going to go in that direction. What do you go with up top? This is where I think there's kind of some fun. You know what I mean? Like because there's some double game week <laughs> options for some guys that are pretty nailed. Um, what do you think you might do up top? Um, I think Watkins. Yeah. For the double, um, and then. <laughs> stressed about it i would well i'm debating like do you go with a guy like richarlison yeah i think you do yeah why wouldn't you yeah i agree he's yeah. probably better than kane so yeah yeah i'd go Walkins rich richie you know you know who could be my punter if there's good news on him vardy no vardy yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Like, I feel like if, I have to, if I'm going to play my free hit at this point in the year, I can do like a little, you can do a little punty-wunty, you know, and mm-hmm. just give her a go. And I think uh, I think Vardy could be, I don't know, I have to hear that like he's good, you know, like that he's cleared to play, but like maybe just for funsies, you know? God, I hate this season. <laughs> <laughs> just back to that. I hate, I hate I just everything. feel like I don't even know if I should double because most of these players, like I have Madison and Barnes. I have Robertson. I have Cancelo. Yeah, maybe, I have Chelsea defenders who've been free absolute hit. Trash. Maybe you shouldn't free hit then, Jake. Seriously. Maybe. But then it's like, then I'm looking at it and I'm like, do I take Kane out for a doubler? But then he plays to end the season Burnley and Norwich. So it's like, but he's he hasn't been that good. So it's right. like, am I going to regret it like every other move I've made this season? Probably. Yeah, that's the argument a lot of people are making for the record. They're doing the same thing you are. They're looking and saying, well... You know, there's not uh, there's the, the double game week options aren't really that much better than some of the single game week. And I just want to have that flexibility going into game week 38 to try to go crazy. Right. And like get the best players yeah. I can get. I just think that there is upside with the double options, even though this year that hasn't necessarily played out like most years it does. So that's always funny as people this whole year have been saying like, oh, see, once again, double game week, nothing worked. Well, traditionally it has. Yeah. Traditionally, that's been the way that like you play the game, you target doubles and you try to get players in for those game weeks. Um, This season, I think it's been challenging in that there's more rotation than we're used to and COVID and injuries and fixture congestion. And it's just different. So I don't know. Maybe that doesn't mean that, you know, the the technique or the approach is wrong. It's just uh, it's challenging. So, yeah. Okay. Um who do you want to captain then? That's the question. Who would you captain? If you're on that free hit. If you're on that free hit. Mm, God, it sounds like so messed up. But I would almost consider... I guess I would probably lean Zaha. But Pickford wouldn't be a terrible choice just because he's guaranteed. <laughs> but Zaha's been pretty good, and he's you know he tends to get PKs against bad teams or average teams. Yeah. Um, I think I, I, would, I think probably yeah. Richarlison to, for me. Or if Vardy really? is okay. declared like fully fit and it sounds like he's going to play both games, then maybe I would do that. But Richarlison has two home games. They need they need to win, right? Yeah. Brentford Crystal Palace, like neither of our very good teams. Like I kind of feel like he could be a good pick. His stats are his stats are spectacular. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. what are his underlying numbers? Because I feel like when I looked at them, they weren't that good. No, they're not. He doesn't like produce like a ton of shots or anything. He's just you know, he's just gonna be around the box, I guess, is the reason that I might pick him, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. All right. Good. I just good. like that Zaha's Zaha's gotten four goals in his last like six game weeks. So I'm like, that's pretty good. Yeah. I yeah. I could, you could do that too. I think that's a good pick. Um, as long as he doesn't get rotated, that would be my only concern. Uh, he hasn't been rotated in a while. But um, yeah. yeah, he should be a he'd be a great pick too. And now that he's playing more center forward, I think he's probably you know he's he's in contention for that captain band as well. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Um, so yeah, I guess that's kind of like the questions that we have for this week, and we have a couple more randos at the end. But um, you know, follow us on Twitter at FBL Dive and, and support the podcast on there. Uh, you can download our podcast, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and so on and so forth, uh, wherever podcasts are found. We appreciate the support. I know it's a shorter pod, but we're kind of getting towards the end of the year, so there's a little less to cover. A um, couple random questions. Wilson writes in, when's the Dive Community Meetup? Uh, are we all meeting in Florida for Jake's Hawaiian or Wisconsin for Marco's Meat? Oh, oh yeah, everybody wants my meat. <laughs> Munch, 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 well, munch, I can munch. always bring. I can always bring my wine. I don't think you can bring your meat. Oh, my meat goes with me everywhere I go. <laughs> Do you make it through customs with your meat, <laughs> sir, sir, sir? You're gonna need to calm down. You can't bring that with you. <laughs> uh, Stoop Tiger writes in seasons. Almost up, need something else to throw my time at and would like some ideas on what I could now do. So what's the best TV series you've ever watched, best film you've ever watched, and best video game you've ever played? Also, out of all the pod hosts, who's best at FIFA? Oh, that's a fun question. All right, let's do it, Jake. Um, I'll go first. So TV, movie, film, and uh, video game. So let me think. Uh, TV series, I think my favorite ever was Mr. Robot. Do you know that show? Oh, yeah, it's with um, the guy who played the lead singer for Queen. Yeah. I can't think of his yeah. name. Um, is it Remy Malik, right? Isn't that his name? Yeah, Remy Malik. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great. I really liked that show. It's kind of a sci fi thriller kind of show. Um, best film I've ever watched. Um, I don't watch many films, uh, but I was a, as a kid, maybe my favorite movie series was the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, that was probably my favorite, one of my, the best ever watched and best video game you've ever played. Mm, I haven't played a lot of video games in recent memory. Uh, I loved, um, legend of Zelda, uh, the, the, the wind, wind, what was that called? The wind waker, wind waker. Yeah. That was one of my favorite games for sure. Um, also loved, um, the new and newer, a little bit newer that some of the destiny games, those were kind of fun. Um, I don't play many video juegos, but um, yeah. All right, what do you got, Jake? TV series, movie, game. <sighs> okay, well, I think I'm gonna go to movie first because I agree with you. It's like Lord of the Rings is like one of the few I like rewatch almost every year. Otherwise, the Harry Potter series. Ah, uh, yeah, that's fair. It's a classic yeah. one. Yep. Um, that might be aged out. I don't know, but right. that was big <laughs> right. when I was a kid. Right. So, and then TV series. I I don't know about like best all time, but I've really been enjoying Vikings Valhalla on Netflix. Like yeah. I just started it. I'm like four or five episodes in and I've I've liked it. Wow, you've watched four episodes of the show and you're like, that's the best TV series of no, all time. No, not best ever. I don't best ever is tough. The, um the next well, the best you've watched, right? So like the other TV series for me would be Seinfeld. That's maybe my, yeah. my favorite TV show. Um, but like, I don't know if it's the best TV series, you know, you know what I mean? Like, 
Anyways. Yeah. Well, okay. that's what's tough about TV series. It's like, what do you enjoy? Like, without yeah. knowing what you enjoy, I could be giving you terrible advice. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Um, Best video game? I am excited. I, ha- I haven't even touched the game, and I've had it since Christmas, but I'm probably going to be playing um, Spider-Man. I like those games, so oh. I'll probably do that. All so. right. That sounds- enjoy. You have fun with that. Um, yeah. Also, so out fun. of all the potholes, who's best at FIFA? Who would you say is best in the group? Well, that's tough. So I would argue Ryan Crane is the best at um, like the what what do we call it when we all play together the pro clubs pro yeah like he's the best like pro clubs player with playing as like the the main guy but then i i think i would have to argue just nick zupon and the fact that he still plays like 24 7 yeah playing like four thousand games a year makes you better at the game i think yeah yeah for context <laughs> i play like 20 games a year so i'm probably the worst of everybody but. yeah i'm Pretty bad. I don't think I've touched I'm FIFA. Pretty in bad, months. actually. Yeah. <laughs> so I've kind of given up on that game because it just—it seems like—and this is like the thing for all video games now. You just can't really play casually. No, I feel you can't. Like it's really yeah, difficult. You're, you're it's like feet. It's like uh, FPL. It's the exact yeah. same. Like if you're not all in on it, you will get wiped all the time. No chance. Yeah, which is why I like the one-player games because you're not playing against Yeah, anybody. they're a little more adventurous, you know, of sorts, yeah. you know, traveling about. Um, yeah. All right, well, that was a fun. We talked more about that than any FPL stuff in the pod. <laughs> That's great. Uh, all right, thanks for listening. Uh, we're going to get out of here. I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember, you should die.